Uh, okay, okay. I think we need to try it back again. She's having some problems okay. hearing us. We we have uh, someone listening from Montana. We have somebody listening from Montana. Do you want to yes. give them a, spe- a special shout out, Gokel? Yes, Gretchen Keller. Uh, uh, she took me to to airport and she's gonna pick me up uh, on Wednesday. So hello, Gretchen. Oh, uh, Gretchen, you are. We are really appreciate you bringing this guy to the airport and yeah, to take care of him. Yeah, uh, thank you, thank you, Christian, for listening, and thank you for having us uh, in Montana. We okay. appreciate that. Uh, d- can you ask her if we sound like real radio people, or we sound <laughs> like? Uh, <laughs> ask her if she we sound real, or we okay. sound like weak. Okay, so <laughs> I, I I think she's going to ask. Uh, she's going to answer that. Uh, we, do we sound like uh, real radio people? <laughs> Let's hope. hope. (laughs) I think we do. But anyway, let's (laughs) let's try one more time to get hold of uh, our sister down in Los Angeles, Dando Yapezulu. And then we hear from her. Uh, I think we're trying her on the landline now. Dando, can you hear us? I can hear you perfectly well now. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you joining us in. Uh, so listen, Tando, I went on on this long speech, how I've known you and why I wanted to get you on. Uh, there's so many things I can talk to you about, but I know for sure that a lot of us here, as we are here in the United States, there's a lot of things that have been going on. But the most important one that I wanted to talk about is uh, things that have been going on in the black community, in the diaspora community up in Los Angeles especially things that might be related uh, to a lot of South Africans, a lot of Southern Africans, uh, and uh, changes that have been happening uh, with the immigration and anything. We can't talk about everything, but just a little highlight. So, Ndando, uh, first off, because the listeners and the people who will be listening to this podcast, they won't be able to to know who's Dando. Do you mind to just break it up just a little bit for somebody, uh, for all the listeners? First of all, uh, thank you. Thank you so much for, um, wow, having me on such a, a beautiful platform. Um, I appreciate what you guys are doing, uh, especially with um, South African music. You know, um, everywhere I go, I'm everywhere I'm in the social circles, everywhere I go, South African music seems to be in thing. So I, I appreciate the fact that you guys are helping to carry the South especially with the music, and also, you know, just covering um, what is happening and what people are doing. Thank you so much for doing that. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you, Mama. Thank you so much. And I have Kakoelo in the studio here, just to let you know, he's another guy that is here all the way from Nongoma in South Africa. He's here doing a documentary up in Montana, but I'll be catching up with him. So just to, le- uh, to let the listeners know, so when did you get to Los Angeles? So like, when did you actually leave? The no- when did you arrive in Los Angeles or in the United States as okay. such? Um, well, I first came here 20 years ago. Um, I was a teenager coming out of high school. I was 18, I think. Years ago, um, 97, I came to college. Uh, I was at UCLA for my undergrad. I was mm. there for four years and stayed for a couple more years. So I was in, 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 in the U.S. between 1987 and 1992. Mm. Went to school. Um, and then thereafter, I, um, well, I actually met my um, ex-husband who was going to school here in California. We met here 
So after that, we both moved to Botswana. So I lived in Botswana this year. And then, um, you know, when marriage ended, I moved back to South Africa in 1999, where, um, you know, I was in South Africa doing different things. Uh, different things really in, in music, different, different things in events, writing, um, mostly writing, but doing, you know, different projects. But, um, my entire adult life, I've only ever been self-employed, something, you know, in different fields, really, uh, you know, doing different things in business. And then, um, in 2012, um, I had a family emergency that required that I come back to the U.S. So mm-hmm. I came back December 2012, meaning to only be here for like three to six months, you know, like seeing that whatever it is was solved. But um, six days later, I'm still here. So, yeah, that's like my life in, in two minutes. Wow, that's so wonderful, sister. So now I I just missed a little bit of something there because the phone was just a little muffled. You you so when you studied you studied here in the United States, is that what you said? Yes, I I went to UCLA um to do my my bachelor's degree in sociology. Oh okay, wow, UCLA that's the brains, all right? Is that the brains? Is it brains or brains? Yes, brains, yeah. 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 I lived in, I li- I lived in California for a little bit. I was up uh, in the valley in Fresno, so up in the heat. Oh uh, wow. Yeah, okay. I lived there for a little bit. But anyway, just to uh just because it's so always ex- exciting to talk to guys like yourself who have actually uh did some education in a country like in America and because that's one other thing that I've been trying to emphasize to a lot of diaspora community that we need to get our education one way or another because it's very important even if you're planning to go back to South Africa taking the education back with you can be a lot of help not also just help you to uh, help the community back at home it also beneficial for how much you're gonna make uh, for your kids to benefit so let me just say was it the education that you got is a high class education that we respect in this country especially from a, a high institute like ucla have, have you been seeing a lot of south africans in your side of the world that are going to school um yeah a, a lot of people are doing different things um from actually with all uh, foreigners that come into the united states africans are the ones that go to school it looks like, you know, with all the, the people that come here to live, Africans, they actually do go to school. So it's a, it's a good thing, especially for the continent, because um, I think I speak for most of us that when you are here, you are not just thinking about being here, because we are, uh, most of us, we leave family back at home, South Africa, Africa, wherever we come from. And the people at home, they are looking to us Absolutely. To, to assist, they are looking to us to uh, set the precedent, you know, to um, be some kind of role model. You know, when, when you say to your neighbor, my child is in the U.S., there are some kind of expectations in terms of, you know, what must happen in your life. So I see a lot of people going to school. Um, people that are not going to school, of course, they go to work because, I mean, to survive in this country, you have to have some kind of, of, some kind of, of a job. Yep. 
Absolutely. I, 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 you know what? This is exciting just to hear that there is a lot of people who are actually looking at education as another way of uh, getting themselves into the top. Because I don't really say that, you know, I, I don't really say that other ways of making a living um not good enough. But I always say, you know, I'm, I might not be educated. Uh, but I always urge, especially the young ones that just arrive in this country, that they need to get their education. is very, very important. But now let me ask you a question. Uh, I just want to like, I'm going to be jumping a lot of gears. Stop me if you can. Um, you have uh, this wonderful thing that you've been doing uh, with craft. You know, one of the pictures, the picture actually I put in and uh, people are going to get to watch this uh, when I put it on, on, on YouTube. Is actually going to show a picture of you where you are wearing a lot of bead beadwork, and I know for yeah. sure that you're selling a lot of it. And I've heard so many rumors. I don't want to assume things, you know. I'm mm -hmm. I'm not about that, but I've heard so many rumors that some of your artwork has been actually even seen on TV. But can you tell me what's the inspiration <laughs> behind that? <laughs> you can talk about that too. You can talk about that oh, too. Boy, I'm just oh, setting boy. it up for you right now. But let me ask you a question. <laughs> Uh, what inspired it we all know that we'll, we, we africans would like to be colorful and everything but for you to actually make it a business what what inspired that oh my goodness um it, it, it's one of, of of um things that i can talk about because it, it's one of those things that, that um, um uh, fill my heart with joy um selling i sell beadwork i, I sell specifically really beadwork because I am Zulu, I'm from Guadalupe Natal, and I understand beadwork. Not to say um, other types of beadwork, there's anything wrong with it. I just understand the Zulu beadwork because I have gone into um, a, a, into a lot of extent in trying to figure out who I am, who I come from, what my roots are. So, um, like I said before, when I came back here, I was coming temporarily to to sort out the situation. So when it became clear to me that my situation wasn't just going to be a three to six months thing, I had to think about different ways of, of earning a living. Okay. Mm. I, um, you know, I got jobs, you know, coming from South Africa with a, a an employment background of a freelancer, but I had freelance for my adult life. Mm. I did not have a track record that says, you work for post so and so and the references reflected the skills are ABC because I'm just multi skilled. So there was no particular company that placed me and said, Okay, you fit in this particular category. One. Two, um, all my track records have, have been from freelancing being self employed. So I see that I needed to find a way for me to end anything. So I, I, I got um, employed by a couple of agencies for me to be able to have uh, a credit record, you know, so that when I go to the bank and apply for a loan for a for car, a loan. Yep. Mm -hmm. then I would, yeah, I would have had a track record of having banks for certain uh, for like a couple of years. Mm -hmm. But uh, what really moved my soul is art and culture, because most of the things that I've done are in art and culture, and the seed actually. For, for me to decide on selling figures specifically is that I, uh, one, I come from um, a religious family, yes, but me personally, I'm very spiritual. I'm very rooted into 
um, cultural practices that define us as Africans. Mm-hmm. So I believe in African spirituality. I believe in in things that define um, um, African knowledge systems. So I get I get dreams that are that are very uh, telling. That sometimes are messages for other people. So one of the dreams that I had um, when we you know when I was just trying to figure out what, where, where my spiritual footing is, one of the dreams that I had was. My grandmother, who is um, my father's mother, saying to me, I mm. need to take things from South Africa to the world and then bring, the, bring things of the world to South Africa. So for me, one thing that has always resonated with me was jewelry. So when I figured out that after having been here for, for close to a year, I needed to earn a living that idea of selling cigarettes became very prominent because it's something that that I'm I'm, I'm um, very familiar with, something that that that, that is very uh, special to me. So I decided to sell cigarettes. The decision for each individual was one. I was seeing our cigarettes being sold by people from other countries. Saying, uh, this is uh, they, they, where were they selling it at over in Los Angeles? That's why it was happening. Or are you yeah, just yeah, meaning in general? They were, it, they were selling it. On, they were selling it online. They were selling it in, in the in Los Angeles. They were selling it, you know, every every everywhere where I could say. People were saying we were selling blue beads, and as people who wear this beads, people who don't understand it. This was like in, like a few years ago, like 2013, 2014. And for me, it was like, wow, this is something that I understand. I think this is something that I can also take it and sell because mm. you know i have nothing against other people selling our things but i think it comes better when you sell something from a place of knowing absolutely the way that i feel about 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 um about zulu feedback about zulu culture about about because when you know when you sell feedback it's not like you're selling a necklace to somebody you are selling the culture behind it because people that absolutely. buy, they absolutely. ask you questions about the relevance, the meaning of the color. They ask you about, okay, what is this one? Is it okay for me to wear it? And they like to hear stories about the people that make it, the business. All those things, when you when, when you are passionate about something that you do, you go into great detail about it because you are speaking from a place of knowing. Mm. So that's how the, the, the feedback came into 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 becoming this, the, the thing that 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 I specialize in. Um, Zulu beadwork specifically because you know um, uh, Maasai jewelry is similar to ours, and the Maasai have been able to package and sell their 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 products properly. Everybody knows that Maasai beadwork looks like. Nice. Nobody can tell the difference between Maasai Bidwet and Zulu Bidwet. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. Maasai Bidwet and Ngebele. Yeah, yeah. Or Maasai Bidwet and, and Kosa Bidwet. Yeah. So and if we... Yeah. Oh. Sorry. No, no, I was just saying the generalized thing that has been said by people is just to say, oh, this is uh, an African... Oh, I have this African necklace. So you making sure that they know that, you know, this is a Zulu necklace, right? Yes, that's, I think that's important even for us as a people because we come from a past that, that uh, vilified who we are. We come from a past that didn't um, 
the demonized our culture. It, 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 it causes a, a past that did not allow us to become who we are and fully embrace our Africanness. Mm. So as we come out of our shores, as we discover, rediscover who we are, as we reclaim our Africanness, we want to come out proud and say, oh, here we are. This is who we are. And we can tell now that nobody wants to be a white wedding anymore. Everybody is doing traditional weddings because they have found this new pride in who we are. We're celebrating ourselves more. You know, when you go to, to events, people are, are wearing their African, their South African, specifically South African stuff, which didn't happen 10 years ago. Mm, mm, mm. that's absolutely true so now quick question for you because i i mean there's so many things to talk to you about but i just want to i just want to jump into the part where somebody actually told me that somebody famous or somebody very oh. very famous uh yes. was rocking one of your uh beats work and uh, i just want you to tell me how did you get that hook up and who's the person please oh my goodness that was Oh, I had nothing to do with it. It was just sheer God's grace. That was God's grace. That was just God at work because I think, you know, when you're passionate about something, the universe can feel it. Um, what happened was I got uh, a call from um, uh, Viola Davis's stylist. You oh. Know, he, um, her, her, yeah, her people contacted me and they said, okay, they've been scouring Instagram. They like the pictures that I wow, they saw. Wow, they, 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 they found you on social media. Is that what you're telling me right they now? They found me on Instagram. Yes, they found me on Instagram because they, they, uh, wow. they were researching, um, you know, the kinds of different things that they were going She was going to a movie premiere that was premiering in, 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 in Canada. <clears throat> so she uh, wanted like a, a, a exclusive to, to to wear to that event. So they asked for a, a number of pieces, you know. So um, I I send those pieces through, and um, you know they 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 picked the one that they like. Actually, they had an idea of what they wanted. Um, we showed them what 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 uh, we had and, and you know what they had seen on Instagram, and then um, yeah, they picked that piece that was oh my goodness, I. That was like one of the best days of my entire life because I could not have set it up myself. So I'm wow. highly, highly, highly grateful to, to all her, her, her team, you know, her stylist, her personal, to everybody that made sure that it happened. Oh. And it didn't know this is this is just this is just unreal you know for a child who will be listening to this who is in africa somewhere this is unreal because you got found this is the power of social media my goodness you got found through social media now did you get to meet viola davis or you never actually got to see her except on tv like all of us no i never i never got to meet with her but you, i mean you don't you, you just meet this, this not even the stylist you meet the assistant of the stylist you know oh I mean? okay okay so they did so, the coffee girl yeah. that come and get it the no, coffee girl they sent to starbucks yeah, yeah yeah no absolutely <laughs> I, I i i know the drill i know the drill but i'm just saying you know what we are so proud of you mama you know what we are so proud of you because as basically one of our own getting a chance to style a person like viola davis that's actually 
a very 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 a-list celebrity right there somebody who's making real moves in hollywood and you you the chosen one miss magnene you got to be chosen oh my god isn't this wonderful Oh a man. Girl from uh, Amazon Mission on the Think about that. Oh, think about that. Oh, think about it. Put those two pieces together. It doesn't sound real. And I'm pretty sure when you are walking, going to primary school, you have never thought that we'll get to that level. But now, so after that, did you get any more context from that? Because I'm also wondering as a person who's being nosy really i'm being nosy right now did you get any uh <laughs> did you get any other context from that or it just kind of like was a actually, once in a while thing actually she wore my sister's wife um she had another interview wow jimmy fallon yes she, she had a, an interview with jimmy fallon from the pieces that he had picked before she wore another one of that, uh, another another of my pieces to, to that interview. It's on, it's on television. You know, everybody can see it. Yeah, wow. Um, with, with Jimmy Fallon? Yes. Wow. Um, Mama, you, you, you. <laughs> there we go, Tando. <laughs> there we go, Tando. We love it. We love it. Oh, my God. Now, uh, uh, so going forward, where, where, where do we go from here? Like, uh, meaning uh, with your art, and I know you do a lot of um, uh, outside events where you actually sell a lot of art. Is the business uh, coming along now? Or, uh, are you also um, using that as part of the promo? Because honestly speaking, I'm, I, well, knowing me, I never shut up. So I know for sure that... <laughs> I will tell a bum in the side of the road. I'll be like, hey, man, you'll be asking me for $5. And I'll be like, listen, man, I don't have the $5, but I have a story for you. And I'll tell him exactly what happened with my life and see how they take it. Now, when you're going out there to the vendings and you're selling all this art, do you tell the story? You should have it in a little bit. You know, one of those things that they hand out, like uh, the American history and stuff, if you go to these little places like... Uh, a tiny little what yeah. do they call it you know what i mean like it's written down you should yeah. have something like that with his with a picture oh um uh, okay yes but what what happens but I'm, I'm not spending as much as i do because now i've gone back to the drawing board what ha what happens is um actually you know I, I i don't even i don't even know how to begin to thank elizabeth stewart for even you know, thinking about whoa, 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 whoa. You can't drop names without being clear. Let's oh, come sorry. back over here. What did you say? You oh, said sorry, Elizabeth sorry, sorry. who? <laughs> Elizabeth who? Uh, the, the stylist. Oh, it's Elizabeth Stewart is, uh, is Viola Davis' stylist. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she's, she's, she's the one that, that picked us for this. So I can't thank her enough because the momentum that I, that, that, that started from that whole encounter of um, Viola Davis wearing our necklace created uh, a, 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 another, um, how do I put it, not really education when you're really serious, it created a momentum where people are much more interested in who and what I am and what mm. I do. And then mm. another thing that has happened from from the vending stage is people are like, okay, you have jewelry, what about clothing? So that is what has made us 
goes back to the drawing board. And it actually now. So you're saying basically it expanded your brand. Yes, wow, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. I'm, yes, I'm so happy for you, Mama. Yes. So what, what expanding um in, 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 into the into the clothing, what developing a clothing line, and as I of course what what doing these piece by piece and having people wear them, as I wear these things around, even guys are saying, okay, I will rock that jacket, so I want that jacket. So we're also looking into how we can save the males, but as we do the jewelry. Guys are always asking, where is the jewelry for the men? So we are trying to incorporate mm. the men in the uh, You know what? I'm glad the guys have been asking you that because I was going to ask you, like, where where is the one thing I can rock to when I'm going to my uh, daily job? Yes. Oh, it's, uh, we, we got you. We got you guys. Uh, Thank you. Uh, and you're working online. on an online store. Is that what you're saying? You're working on an online store now where we can purchase it or we already have one running? I do have an online store, but it's just for the jewelry. So right now, we are working on just putting everything on my personal website. Because the online store that I have does not belong to me. There are things that are posted that they don't want to sell for me. So it's best for me if I have my own platform where I control who and what I sell. No, absolutely. So what, yeah, we are doing it behind the scenes work so that when we... We separate we're resurfacing stronger and, and the brand that we would like to be seen as in the market. No, absolutely. You need to do that because honestly speaking, you shouldn't be having a nobody in the middle of all of that. But anyway, as we wrap up, because I know for sure I'm going to get another opportunity to talk to you about a lot of things. And I really appreciate you giving me this opportunity to talk to you, actually, Sissy. And now, listen, I have a young man here in the studio. His name is Gokelo. And uh, he's actually uh, from all the way in Nongoma. And he's young, young. You know, when I say young, this is a real young. This is the 2000s one you know i'm at 2000 <laughs> yeah. but anyway oh, no. i want uh, <laughs> uh is there any uh okay, first of all i'm gonna just ask you to ask a question from my sister but it had a head too i want you to learn something from this sister here because this is this is the top of the mountain when it comes to yeah. the hustle game when it comes to knowing exactly what this life is about this is the person the wisest of them all see this is the people that we need in our community and mm -hmm. i know for sure coming from a, a place like at home in south africa there's so many questions that we have about things that are going on and things that you've been seeing we just had june 16 but anyway uh do you have a question a question for us Okay, I, I just wanted to know who uh, her most customers is it white people or black people who lives in America, because uh, I think with networking and uh, America is so very big and uh, she lives in Cal in California, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, how how expanded uh, she's selling is it in, in few states or or she's expanding to some other states too? Oh, good question. Thank you. It's all wonderful. Okay, I'm um, um, yes, everybody Yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you for your question. Um, okay, the good thing about about uh, being online is that you get to talk to everybody around the world. Mm. You know, you know, even while you sleep. Uh, but you know, I think it's best to try to control your platform that way. You know, because when you use somebody else's platform, you play according to their rules. And they have their own charges and all of that. But what, what, um, Etsy has done for me as a platform is that it put me out there in the net that even though I was a small brand, 
people could still buy, you know what I mean, if you're mm-hmm. not able to be at the events where I sell. So I do events, um, where well, I used to do events, uh, where I would be invited or, you know, where, where they, where, where they are vending opportunities, depending on where they are, Southern California. I've gone, uh, uh, as far as Northern California, just doing events. I heard you asking about the, the demographics. Sad to say, um, the white community really does buy more. Um, because they're, they're almost always interested in the story behind what mm. they're selling. They're always interested in, in, you know, what more, what more they can do in terms of support. There are communities where I sell, like Crenshaw, Lemaire Park, where I've established a trust about having been selling in those communities for a while, where I have a standing market, like you said. Most black communities where you, you, know, you are going into black communities, yes, people buy. Um, other, other groupings like your Asian, your, your, your Hispanic, Hispanic, they buy their own things, the Asian, they buy their own things. Mm. But, uh, it just depends on, on where you are. Um, like you, it's a trial and error thing also when you spend events is that you go, you look at the demographics you think you can, sometimes you go and you don't sell. But when you go and you don't sell, Something usually happens, like you would meet somebody that would uh, invite you to a private event where you make Yeah, you make contact. You make contacts. You make contacts sometimes. Yeah, so it's always worthwhile to go out there and show face. Um, sometimes you, you go to an event, like, like, um, uh, the, the, uh, there are places where, where the stylists particularly go, like the shops where they know they're gonna get African clothing. If you have a relationship with people like that, then they know that when, when, when they are looking for the type of jewelry that you carry, then you have those people as, as a referral. Mm-hmm. Well, Uncle I hope you got your answer over there. So now, uh, say, you know what? I wanted to ask you a question too before we let you go. Um, I would have loved to talk to you more about other things too, but I, I think I'm going to have to reschedule this. But now I was going to yeah. ask you because with the fashion and the stuff, with everything that we're talking about right now, a lot of it is being lost at home. Gokelo, you can actually probably jump in here too. Because mm. I was looking at Gokelo when he came here and I'm looking at him and I saw him last time I saw this young man was in 2017. Uh, and mm. I just saw him now and I'm looking at him I don't see something I was expecting. You know how we're crazy about all the African things over here and a lot of people are so crazy about African things? It seems like at home mm-hmm. they've went away from that. Like nobody cares about... I don't know, I shouldn't say nobody cares, but we don't see it on social media. Do you think that mm-hmm. South Africa and Africa is adopting the West and the West is trying to go back to Africa? And we just kind of like, you know, we, we, we passing each other in the middle of uh, halfway somewhere. We like uh, looking at each other weird. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't get it because that's the thing. It's like no, you true. being embraced by people in America, but people at home are not mm-hmm. embracing their own culture as much as they should. Um, I would say, uh, mostly, you know, the, uh, West African countries, the countries that have been independent longer than us, they they have uh, much more pride in, in their in their uh, you know in their traditional way than we do. Um, I would say that as a person that 
actually watches the trends around, you know, the, the, the culture and everything. It's changing. Slowly it's changing. Yes, we did not take our, our traditional way seriously before, uh, we are paid to buy into, into, you know, American brands. I mean, Instagram hasn't helped because everybody wants to be on sleep. And the two things, sleep is not what you is saying now. Everybody wants to look Instagramable. So, uh, for the younger people, they, um, uh, they are not as into traditional way as they could be. But mm. it's changing. Changing because us, people my age, not you guys, you guys are better than me. People my age are finding their feet now. You are finding that people are dressing more traditionally than, than say, even five years ago. So it's changing. I think because we are a young democracy, we are trying to figure ourselves out. I think eventually we're going to get to a place where we look at these things as important they are, but it's going to take people that are going to be leaders, that are going to champion these things because like when we have, now now it's even better because we have South African brands, when we have a South African brand like Makosa, like Fati, like mm-hmm. all like uh, era by, by DJ's, all these young brands that are coming out, that are a specifically South African brand, then it gives us an opportunity to have something to be proud of. And mm. not all the brands that are coming up now are brands that are, that are competing with the Western brands. You, have, you, you do have brands that are, um, you know, specifically South African that resonate with the South African beat, that resonate with the cultures that, that we come from. So it's going to take more of that where young people Look at the landscape because okay, we're not saying people are Bahama every day, mm, but absolutely. Let's see what we can. Let's see what we can do with like you. You, you see people rocking in, in, in um what's it called in in, in what is it? Oh, oh, um, I think Kuma um, you mean the 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 head yeah. the head uh, gear? Yeah, yeah. yeah I have one of those. I have one of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I can. You know what? Now you just made me think. Can I wear that at work? Uh, I need to find that out. <laughs> just test it out and see. <laughs> uh, I don't want to test it out. I want to ask first. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not, true. Not necessarily at work. We don't want to get you fired. But we're talking about maybe like, you know, social setting. When I leave this house, I can't leave this house without wearing my feet. One, because um, I'm a walking billboard of what I do. So everywhere I go, yeah, I go out yeah. walking my, my, my jewelry. I get stopped by people at parking lots because I always carry my jewelry in my, in the trunk of my car. I've had, uh, like open food safe for people want to buy what I'm wearing. So it's going to take us championing our own culture. It's going to take us teaching our younger children. Um, things like, you know, I get sad when I see people my age speaking to their kids in English because the language is not going to lose, you know? So, yeah, that's, um, true. that's true. Those are things that we need to keep. You know, I only I, I I only talk to my kids in Zulu when I'm uh, I'm, I'm really upset and uh, it always come out necessary like <laughs> <laughs> 
But no, you know what, Sissy, uh, um, we really appreciate you joining us, man. I, I really can have enough of talking to you, and I think I'm going to actually be able to schedule another one where we can go deep into trying to fix our community because there's so much things that we need to be talking about, about fixing the community because you know how much division and everything that is going on but i really appreciate you uh coming through and i'm hoping that we can schedule a very good one or maybe if i'm in the uh, west coast or likewise if you are in the east coast we can actually uh, sit down and uh, i really appreciate this moment thank you so much sister oh my goodness it is my pleasure thank you so much you know when you, when you speak about south africa when you speak about our culture when you speak about being african we never stop you know i've been getting you know? a lot i've been getting a lot of these um americans uh, that listen to the podcast especially and uh, i've got like emails like saying oh you excluded us to the podcast this uh week and i'll be like uh what do you mean i excluded you from the podcast but what they are trying to say is that you talked your language the whole entire time so <laughs> I, you know what i mean we we, we gotta reach out we gotta reach out you know we yeah, gotta reach out you know who calls is still yeah. shining at home let's let's give them the platform to shine you know uh, you, you know, um, I was just I was just joking around with you when I was asking the language thing because you know, yeah. um, I, I understand that you're a global platform. I mean, podcasting is like one of the um, 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 uh, most serious platforms that we have right now. Yeah, I mean, true, the true. That's the only way to reach people. It yeah, monetize that way. So yeah. you want to reach the whole world. So that is understandable. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's the things that you can say in English. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. I ran out of words of English too, like right now. Thank you so much, sister. <laughs> I appreciate you and I love you, Dando. Thank you. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. <laughs>